0: Hello and welcome to episode 18 of the Long Road Down Under Around the World in 92 Days Podcast where two old friends discuss the journey of a lifetime a decade ago Episode 18 AWOL I believe we've
1: done that many? That just means we're almost done So, Or at least we're, we're almost to our final destination on the Oz bus I'm pretty proud of us, not gonna lie come a long way oh, Yeah, we've done a really good job remembering things from 10 years ago off the top of our head
0: indeed we have um, and
1: I, I think this is gonna be one of those episodes where we're just kind of making it up <laughs> 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 speaking of making it up i i have to go back for all of our listeners out there i'm really my as i say that i definitely was when i was going through and editing the episode uh, mostly on Malaysia, we made some some errors as far as the order of things, and I know that no one really cares. But if someone's keeping a scorebook and saying no, that's not there, or there's no way you went to that place first, I was gonna clear clear the air. So we did uh, leave uh, Kosamui after the tsunami, well monsoons, not tsunami, monsoon, and we didn't go straight to Kuala Lumpur. What we did is we went to Penang. So Penang was, was the first place we went. We don't really know much about that. Uh, I know this is a long bridge we went over, but we took the double-decker bus, so that was pretty cool. We mm-hmm. went to Penang. From Penang, we did go to Kuala Lumpur. Um, we did not take the double-decker bus into Kuala Lumpur. I remember that. And then from Kuala Lumpur, we, we did go to a place uh, where we went bowling, which we talked about, and that place was called malacca m-a-l-a-c-c-a uh the street um or the the market area we were at was called junker street that's j-o-n-k-e-r so anyway, there's that so that's that section of the trip so from kosamui we went to penang uh, malaysia from penang malaysia we went to Kuala Lumpur, part and then we went to malacca and then or, oh, I'm, probably, I'm probably butchering that and then from there uh we went down in indonesia now in, th- in that episode we also said that we crossed over the Equator in Malaysia and I have noticed That the equator does not cross through Malaysia <laughs> <laughs> So I'm sure someone's like You know this guy has no idea What he's talking about but no we, we went into Indonesia before we crossed the, Malaysia, or crossed the Equator so there you go Cleared the air got it out there For all of you keeping score at home We again are doing this Off memory so 10 years later we're doing The very best we can and this is going to be another one of those Episodes
0: Yeah, we'd like to offer our sincerest apologies for factual inaccuracies in our podcast.
1: That's right. Sorry, Rick, Laura, mm -hmm. Becky.
0: All the fact checkers out there probably blowing us up on Twitter. Angie. Yep.
1: Yep. Carol. You know, whoever.
0: You care care about facts. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sure
1: no one cared besides me. But anyway, (laughs) I wanted to make sure we got that right.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, That's good. So th- this next episode, I think you set us up really well, A. Wall. we're going to go over much of what we did in Australia. And the timeline, hey, it might be close to correct. We're not sure. Uh, we know that where we're going to start and where we're going to end. Uh, what happened in between, uh, w- we'll see. The timeline's not necessarily linear, though. We'll uh, explain the best we can what happened. But as we left last, we were leaving... Um, what was the name of the city? I forgot
1: already. Uh, the Daily Waters.
0: Daily Waters, thank you. The Daily Waters. We slept in the swag bags and saw the huge skies over the outback and continued our journey eastward toward Sydney. Now, hey, Walt, you're going to have to sort of guide us through where we went along the – a rough timeline i can guess and i can tell you some of the things that happened but sure. uh help us out why don't you tell us where we went next
1: sure so as as far as my memory you know i i can remember uh we went to we went to a city or a town called alice springs next uh, we're still in the northern territory at this point um so it's probably still the the first you know the, we're getting towards the end of the first week of our our two weeks in australia um, we're mm-hmm. on the same highway, though. We're on the Stewart Highway. We're heading uh, south. We haven't actually started going east yet. Um, we're still heading oh, kind okay. of most, mostly south at this point. And like I said, the, the next place we stopped, and I remember we stopped and we stayed in a hostel, was in a, a, a town or you know, a city called Alice Springs. Now, I know we don't really know much about that, but I do remember that somewhere south of Alice Springs, not too far south of Alice, Alice Springs, we made a roadside stop at a pretty normal, nothing, nothing, not much to it, uh, a place uh, where we saw a really interesting dog, or in Australian terms, a dingo. And uh, the dingo had, had a special skill, right? He did. Uh, he sung.
0: Turns out <laughs> this was a rather famous dingo, probably the world's most famous dingo. I think that's fair. Yeah, yeah. I think we can say we saw the world's most famous dingo. His name was Dinky and was known for making whatever sounds dingoes make, kind of a bark, howl. While his master, which we got a big long speech from this guy, oh, yeah, about dingoes in Australia, and he specifically said you can't be a master of a dingo because they're untrainable. I don't know. He he droned on for a long time, but he did play some keys on the piano, and the dog would stand on the piano and bark and howl, and apparently it was a huge deal.
1: Yeah, a lot of people stopped there, or at least he said oh, did. It was did. It was a, it's a definitely a roadside attraction, but if you're heading down the Stewart Highway and you want to see it now, unfortunately, Dinky has passed on, and he's oh, yeah. um, no longer with us, but... We did get to see some of the final uh, years of, of Dinky's performances. Uh, and, 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 hey. hey, it was cheesy and like you said the the owner of Dinky the dingo went on for a long time talking about dingos. Boy. But it was pretty it was pretty interesting, pretty cool I thought.
0: He talked for so long about I can't remember what. I just was glazed over and then you know what's something funny I, I do remember about that place. He had a few other animals around. Did. He had this big kangaroo. That's sort of like, I don't know what I expected with kangaroos aside from, you know, they would just hop around and, uh, you know, put things in their pouches. But this kangaroo was sort of lying on its side, like scratching its
1: belly with its front front arms. You remember that? Yeah.
0: He was,
1: (laughs) he had him fenced in. I mean, not in a bad way, but yeah, I guess it, it was one of his pets. And honestly, up until that point, we had not really seen any kangaroo. In Australia, and so it was. You know, we got an up close and up close and personal with a, a kangaroo a little bit, but yeah, he was not hopping around, not doing anything kangaroo like. He was just chilling <laughs> in the sun. <laughs> I guess that's what some kangaroos do. Yeah, yeah. We did not see very many kangaroos. Uh, I think I mentioned that in the last episode. That it just was not something we we were fortunate enough to see. But at at this place where uh, the dingo, the singing dingo was, we did see one up up close.
0: We did see more uh, wallabies.
1: Yes, wallabies are like very, you know, little.
0: They're basically baby kangaroos.
1: Right. Uh, I don't know where we saw this, and this is going to be jumping out of order, I'm sure. But at some point, we went on uh, a little bit of a a walk. It was another roadside. I, I don't know if it was like an animal sanctuary or what it was. But we we did see koalas. Yeah, we did. That was really cool. Koalas look so sleepy
0: all the time. And apparently it's because koalas aren't very smart, right?
1: I don't know. I'd always heard, and this could be totally fake, I'd always heard that they're, they're high because they're eating eucalyptus.
0: I don't know. I thought it was because their brains are really small and that most of their head is filled with, like, I don't know, fluids surrounding the brain. Mm. Here's my guess. We are both very <laughs> wrong. <laughs>
1: we're obviously not australians they
0: clearly know nothing about koalas i
1: i I don't yeah i don't either i just remember being actually really excited when we saw them because it's it's not anything you would ever see here outside of a zoo no we were not in a zoo we were just walking around a trail and these things were just up in the tree just chilling yeah i mean that was crazy you know, I have heard, though, again, this could be totally wrong, but if you mess with a koala, they could rip your face off. Boy. Koala facts. <laughs> they that's, that's the next uh, podcast we're going to do. Koala facts.
0: Koala facts. Do you think we could make 18 episodes of Koala facts?
1: We could make up anything we want.
0: Yeah. I, I like that. Bad, bad animal facts. <laughs> That sounds got really fun. <laughs> got it it really does We'll we'll give that a shot if any if we have any fans left out there after this um <laughs> no uh i guess this is to could sort of wrap up our interactions with random wildlife in australia we did not run into any super venomous snakes or anything we saw a few kangaroos we saw a couple wallabies we were told that sometimes you get a Half kangri kangaroo, half kangaroo, half wallaby, and they're called wallaroos. Right. Real clever. Um, we may have seen a wombat. I
1: don't know. We had sna- We had a python placed around our neck. We did. Yep. Yep. Held python. Um. So yeah. Not, every- not everyone wanted to partake in that, but obviously you and I were up for anything.
0: Of course, of course. Uh, I think I had a I had a picture that looked like I was eating a stick bug. <laughs> oh, so we, we could... Well, I don't think this was next, but... but along, So, let's frame this, by the way. Everything we're discussing today is from leaving Daily Waters till we get to Sydney. Yes. Um, and we're going to stop there when we get to Sydney. And this was probably the course of a week that this all took place? Maybe a week and a half?
1: Yeah, yeah, I would say, definitely say a week and a half, yeah.
0: Okay, we'll get to the focal point of all this in a minute, which is Uluru, but we did encounter a plague of locusts
1: Mm, yeah yeah they were they were all over the front of the bus i mean it was like the front grill of the bus was completely covered by locusts it was insane
0: you'd walk outside i mean there really were locusts just buzzing everywhere it was it was
1: crazy yeah
0: um it really felt like some sort of biblical plague
1: yeah all this all this to say like Australia is a wild place. Like everything you've probably thought or heard about Australia. I think it's true. Like it's, it's wild, especially the outback. You know, we got to experience the place that, that many people don't get to experience. And we got to do it for two weeks. And yeah, I mean, we were lucky enough to, to be able to even, even something that as random as a locust plague, you know, we got to experience that. That was, that was pretty neat, but it was, it was crazy. I mean, just driving through, these locusts and they were just pelting the bus. I mean, yeah, for uh, I don't know, probably probably a couple hours.
0: I think we even went outside at one spot in the camp and took tennis rackets and just swatted them. <laughs> but really, I feel like you could go outside at any at any point, take a tennis racket, swing it over your head two or three times, and collect four or five.
1: Oh yeah, they were everywhere. It was
0: that, they were that prevalent. Yeah.
1: So yeah, and we've talked about uh, the termite mounds being taller yeah, than you yeah. know twice as tall as 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 we were so yeah i mean outback is, is a crazy place and and we definitely were lucky enough to see at least a little bit of wildlife
0: yeah yeah so that's about a wrap on our on our interactions with australian wildlife right um, right it's, it's kind of surprising that there's not a story that ends in us getting chased by a crocodile or you know accidentally hitting a wombat with a piece of fruit we threw but none of that happened
1: uh, uh, from there, uh, I mean, the only other thing mi- that that I wanted to mention um, as we, you know, kind of head into South Australia was yeah. the eighteen wheeler semi trucks in Australia. They're not like your typical eighteen wheeler semi truck that you'd see here in the states. So uh, they would link sometimes up to three to four cars. Yep. You know, truck truck cars trailers together. Tra- yeah, truck trailers together. And they call these things truck trains, and uh, I remember being at one stop. We were just, you know, uh, on the way down, and, and we just stopped somewhere, and there was one just sitting there. And they, it was crazy. I mean, it was crazy. We we passed several of them on the way. It was just crazy how long. I can't imagine. I can't imagine driving a semi truck in the first place, and how difficult that must be. But driving one with three to four trailers hooked onto it—that's crazy. You know, I mean that that is that is something that's pretty common in the in the outback as well, just because they don't, there's not a whole lot of stops. I, I remember the, the, the reason being there's not a whole lot of stops. So they're taking as much as they can. And so that, you know, that's one of the reasons they have these long truck trains. Well, and you think about maneuvering that thing. Like,
0: first of all, you can't back it up. No. So because of the, you know,
1: that, that wouldn't,
0: wouldn't work. But the other part of it is I like, think about making a sharp turn. Mm-hmm. You can, You can't. No. And the roads out there are all straight and flat. Right. So right. so there's only certain places you could take a
1: truck train. True. Um Is they were a ba- sight to behold. Yeah, it was it was, it was crazy. It's so basically like you know, driving through Kansas. <laughs> you know, it's just flat. It's like but better scenery, I'd say. So So
0: for all you listeners in Kansas
1: <laughs> Out out there bring truck trains. Manhattan, I don't know, Topeka. Topeka.
0: Ooh, how many cities in Kansas can we name? That'll be another podcast.
1: <laughs> we're gonna go from koala facts to <laughs> cities, in Kansas.
0: cities in Kansas. Wow, <laughs> we're fleshing out all the worst ideas we've had for podcasts. So,
1: well, there's there's uh, worse out there. I promise. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, uh, so so next on my list, so we, you know, again, I'm just I've just made a list of things that we we saw or or did or or whatever. As we we spoke with Laura. And she she brought up a lot of the that's what she said jokes that we had throughout the trip. That was something the office, the show, the office was very popular at the time. Yep. And that was that was a big joke within the show. And so obviously, as the teenagers that we acted like, we you know, would say that a lot about a lot of different things. But there was one moment in particular that was just the most perfect. That's what she said moment. And I'll let you tell the story.
0: Oh my goodness, this was the best. We like those and the I Barely Know Her jokes.
1: We do, yes.
0: Yeah, those, those were the other ones uh, that, we, that we did. Which would um, be like,
1: Joker, walk. I Barely Know Her. You know, that's, yeah.
0: <laughs> or the <laughs> Will Cooper Inspector Gadget. <laughs> that's terrible. I, didn't, I can't say that. Yeah. Anyway. Um, wow, that was awful. I need to edit that out. Anyway. <laughs> might get Will fired. Um, so one of the things about Australia that was neat is we would go to these campsites and prepare dinner together. We cooked meals and all kinds of stuff. And this specific night, uh, it was a group meal and we were all, uh, doing dishes after. So we, you know, we, we're, we're good lads and we're raised, right? So we were doing dishes and cleaning them up. And I think I was washing, you were drying and handing them to Janet. Sweet Janet, one of the older ladies on the trip who was very properly British and definitely wanted to correct us on our poor use of English language (laughs) and how we used eating utensils and all that good stuff. Really, Janet was super nice. We she was, she's great as we're washing the dishes. Janet was putting them away in a certain way and she turns and says to you, Alan, give it to me from behind. <laughs> <laughs> and I could not contain myself and so said, That's what she said. <laughs> could barely say it. Um so I that's,
1: was It's an all-timer.
0: It was. I was real proud of that one. Um <laughs> <laughs> Terrible, but yeah, it was it was really funny.
1: Yeah, I really enjoyed those nights though, the camping in the, the campgrounds yeah, and and sharing meals together. Um, sometimes we were kind of on our own; we had to make our own meals, and sometimes our, our bus driver, Big Rick, would make us meals, um, amazing meals. But other times we would we would make meals together, and then we were obviously you know tasked with having to clean up and stuff. So it was cool. I mean, at that at that point in the trip, we all mostly got along so yeah, it, yeah yeah it was it was really it was really cool to um <laughs> to have those moments but at the same time man that was
0: that was that one. was
1: that was the most perfect that's what she said so we had to share that because you know we're stupid like that You're welcome everybody right right um so i'm just not realizing as as we're talking about this um one of the really cool places that we visited is actually still in the northern territory, so we're we are still in the northern territory at this point. Um, but we went hiking at a place called Kings Canyon. So Kings Canyon is um, a giant, uh, na- you know, natural um, red rocks. Um, great hiking, uh, and it wasn't too far from Uluru, if I remember correctly. It was kind of. I don't think of, so. It was a kind of a, a good lead up to the hiking that we were going to do at Uluru. And, um, I remember we spent the better majority, you know, of the day hiking through Kings Canyon and there were large drop-offs. Um, you actually, at one point went out and sat on a ledge and I think contemplated some, some life as you do. And, um, (laughs) I was like, I'm I'm not going out there. I'm going to fall off. And, uh, it, it, we we all took a picture, the whole group or several of us of the group looking over the edge at one point, and it was just a really really cool place. I, I enjoy, I really enjoyed the hikes, the the swimming and waterfalls. Like it was Australia was very different um, than the rest of the trip mm-hmm. because we actually had things that we would do through like throughout the day. It wasn't just driving or it wasn't just getting Lots to of a stops, city. Yeah, yeah, there was there was things that we would do along the way, and this was one of those. And that, Kings Canyon was was a, a really was a, co- a cool day to go and, and hike around and, and, and it was a beautiful, beautiful landscape for sure.
0: Well, our driver, big Rick was great. He really knew, I mean, he had done this over and over and over. So he really knows, uh, you know, knew, knew what he was doing. And we had talked about before when he just like stopped the truck to jump out and grab a thrilled lizard. He, he knew what the, he was just, such a wealth of knowledge, but right. Um right. Yeah. That, yeah. that, that, that was great with Australia. <laughs> it's funny. I feel like this is a good time to point out. So, Yes, I did get that picture sitting on the rock when I was out there contemplating or whatever <laughs> it was I was doing. But back then, you used to do an impression of me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it had to do with me doing things like that. I, I wonder if you would be able to, uh, to share the, the impression. Oh,
1: don't put me on the spot. I don't know if I can remember. I just remember it being... <laughs> I don't know if I can do the voice. I just remember it being like... Well, I don't I see I can't do it anymore. But <laughs> I I would always I would always bring up how like you read a lot of books and you you use a lot of big words. You know, like I'm Pickman. yeah, I'd, oh, that's Did right. You... I'd put my I put head? my hand on my hip. Well, I'm Pickman <laughs> and I I know a lot of big words and I I, I read a lot of books and I yeah, I'm just so smart,
0: you know.
1: And I'm pondering <laughs> things on a <the> mountain. <laughs> So that was one of your pondering things on a mountain moment. It was spot on, too.
0: You just nailed the impression. That was exactly I mean, yeah, how it
1: was. Exactly, yeah. I mean, I, I could probably play you in a movie for sure. <laughs> <laughs> the, the life of, don't of Matt it. Hickman.
0: Oh, gosh, that's funny. Uh, no, I, I always got a kick out of that. But um, No, that, that was a really cool place to, to hike. In. I mean, it sort of felt like the Grand Canyon. But it was just, you know, another place in Australia.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean that we were spoiled to to be able to like I said just stop and, and do these things. But from what I remember, I think that was like the day a day or two before we got to Uluru. So, you know, from there we we obviously had another um, overnight stay and then again, this is still in Northern Territory, which from what my memory I thought we at this point would've been in you know, South Australia, but we went to the focal point of the entire trip. Yeah.
0: pretty much ears rock
1: yes airs rock um uluru as the locals call it uh is just the most one of the most amazing things i've ever seen
0: yeah it was so cool just i mean just this huge monolith just sitting out there in the desert by itself is massive um we uh you know had sunset there i mean apparently that's the thing sunrise and sunset uh in between I think we we had talked about walking up and then around because that's, those are the two things to do. Um, Yes. But at the time they had shut down walking up Uluru. And and then also that's something that I think is no longer allowed at all because the, you know, the local people there really, it was a sacred ground to them and probably never should have had that access to climb up the side. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, That's a good point. Yeah. So
0: probably never should have happened. So we, we didn't do that, but we did hoof it all the way around it, which was pretty cool. And we were in really good shape at the time, so it just felt like a nice, brisk walk.
1: Yeah, it, I mean, it was several miles. I want to say it was about four or five miles around. I do remember as we were kind of getting closer to Uluru, talking with, with Big Rick, the bus driver, and we didn't have a whole lot of time. I knew we only had about mm-hmm. four or five hours there uh, there at, the, at Ayers Rock. And mm-hmm. I remember talking with the big rig. We're like, so what would you do? Would you go up it or would you go around it? And he and I said, or do we ha- do you think we'd have time to do both? And he looked at us and he said, at this point, we we're in great shape. And he was like, you guys could do both. <laughs> yeah. So we were we were set. We were going to do both. Yeah. We were um, but like you said, we got there and it was too windy that day. So uh, because it was a pretty precarious walk up it, like it was a really narrow tra- trail to get up it. And, and it was. And, You know, if the wind was high, it it could be pretty dangerous. So the wind was too high that day. Um, We just got to walk around it. Uh, Funny story, though. Before we walked around Uluru, before we did the sunset, Ah. a lot of people, um, I don't want to say the majority of the group, we were camping once again. um, But this time we were not in swag bags outside. We were in these small tents, basically. Uh, little huts, big enough yeah. uh, for a bunk bed or two, and uh, made out of canvas, I believe. And they had one door in and one door out. And there were everyone was going to go. For the most part, everyone was going to go wake up early and go see the sunrise over Hulu. Uh, yeah. Well, you saw it. I
0: did. Right?
1: Yep. I, I got missed there. it. Yep. I missed it. And why did I miss it? You locked yourself in your tent. <laughs> I did. I I, had, I wanted to go, um, but I was, as I often was, was the last one out. Um, you know, I just took forever to get ready, and still do, I guess, to this day. But I had got locked in somehow, and I couldn't get out. And everybody left.
0: <laughs> and yeah, I don't
1: know how exactly that happened. I don't either. I I don't know why I couldn't. If you know, by the time I guess I was tr- trying to get out, you guys were already gone. Yeah. And so there, you know, I don't know if I was going to try to catch up or what I was going to do, or if I was just going to like go out of the, and do my my own walk and see it. But I totally missed it because I was definitely stuck inside.
0: The, I don't know the how room. you did that. Yeah. <laughs> I was locked in. That was really funny. I
1: remember when you came back and you're like, what What were you doing? I was like, I was locked in. I couldn't get out. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> So, so I don't know what was sun time. what was sunrise like over
0: Uluru. Majestic. What was it? Life changing. Wow. No, it was it was cool. I remember we didn't get the greatest view that day, um, for some odd reason. But no, it was it was a good time for sure. Yeah. Uh, cause cause we came back, it was a full day because we saw sunrise. We came back, we did our big walk all around, spent the spent the day uh doing that, and then came back and saw Sunrise and had um, Champagne at Sunrise, or Sunset. Um,
1: yeah, that's right.
0: It's, this is funny, but I do remember what we talked about while we were walking around
1: Ayers Rock that day. You remember all these sort of things. What, what yeah. did you talk about? So
0: we were planning on the following year that I was going to mo- you know, move in with you in Charlotte. Okay. And I said that I would watch baseball with you And try to give give being a baseball fan a shot. Okay. Uh, That didn't happen.
1: No, I want to say that the only time you've really watched baseball with me was at uh, about three in the morning. We watched game seven when the Cubs won the World Series. Yep. Yep. And because I I had I had to go to a concert (laughs) that night. (laughs) I didn't know. I had taken so months in advance. I didn't know they were going to be in the World Series. But I I recorded the game, stayed away from the score, and you you came over and you watched Game Seven with me until three in the morning. Oh, so three in the morning because there's When a rain it mattered, when it counted, you were there.
0: I was there. Yep, definitely <laughs> not for the 2011 regular season.
1: <laughs> that's funny though. That that's yeah. what we talked about.
0: Yeah, that, we were just talking about what we were going to do the next year, and yeah. Anyway, but yeah, that was that was a funny one. Uh, but no, yeah. that, that was a place. Um, you know, Airs Rock was was the, the focal point of the trip uh, that are the opera house as, as a destination, I I would definitely go back. Um, I mean, I'd, I really have to sort of put the outback, I think together in one big location. I'd, I, there's so many different spots we went to, uh, but I would 100% go
1: back. Oh yeah. Yeah. I would, I would go back in a heartbeat and yeah, it's one of those, those things. It's not easy to get to, you know, I mean, no. it's kind of out yeah. in the middle of the, of the of the country and you've got to make it intentional to get out there. But if I ever had the opportunity to go North to South again and go down Stewart highway and do all the same things we did, I would absolutely do that again. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. So, um, I, I don't, I don't know. It, it, again, this is going to be another Australian fact that we don't actually know, but I heard or I I'd read that actually there's only about a third of the rock that's out of the ground or half of the rock that's out of the ground. Is that, is that correct? No idea. Well, uh, well, there you go. That's another fact that may not be a fact, but uh, okay, it was ginormous. It was a, it was definitely did not disappoint. There were some places that we saw that maybe did disappoint a little bit, but this was not one of them.
0: That was not one of them. I agree. I
1: yeah. agree. Yep. So that was really cool. And then from Uluru, we went down to a really unique place called
0: Cooper Pedi. Cooper Pedi was super cool. Um, Small mining town And for what did they mine
1: They mined for Opal Yeah, Opal Mr. Holland's Opal Yes, (laughs) Opal (laughs) Yeah, it was I I didn't really know anything about Opal But it was a really unique place Uh, We got to go Down into some caves Where they had mined for Opal Uh, I remember buying a little Like an Opal necklace to take home to my mom Yeah, you did, yep and yeah it was just like a really unique place That's something again we didn't neither of us knew nothing about you know that sort of work but it was a a very famous place for opal mining
0: yeah it was a cool spot we got to see um i mean i don't know it was a a good bit of the mine and um i mean there were some like bits of opal still stuck in like walls you get to see um it was a, it was a neat spot, and the, the probably the best place, the best part about it was the hotel, which was dug out of the diamond mine or the diamond, the opal mine.
1: Mm, yeah, that's right. Yeah, kind of reminded me a little bit of the the hotel, the cave hotel we stayed at in Turkey. Mm-hmm. It was very similar. Yep, in, in Cappadocia, you know. So it was one of the more unique places we stayed, in. and at this point, we are finally in South Australia.
0: So okay. Cooper Pedy, yeah, we
1: crossed over into South Australia at this point. From Cooper Pedy, we continued on south. Uh, as I mentioned, we, we are in South Australia now. So we continued finally. on. Finally, yeah, it yep. seemed like seemed like uh, everything we had done was in Northern Australia at that point, um, and I guess it was the Northern Territory. So we continued on down towards Adelaide. That was the next big city we we're going to go uh, go to. On the way towards Adelaide, though, we we stopped at a second salt flat we had gone to a salt flat in turkey Turkey. yep yep which was a really really unique place so we stopped at a salt flat along the way on the way to adelaide and this one was unique uh, for a specific reason and i'll let you tell the story on this one because i think you probably talked him into it
0: so we had uh you were the guy that you could talk people into anything that that was one of your strengths man Uh, Uh, that's true you did manage to talk Whoever it was at college to moving my assignment of RA to your
1: hall, so that's a great. I just want to tell that story. Can I just tell that story? Yeah, tell us. story. It's our podcast. Yeah. well, we went to the same college, and Hickey was going to be an RA, and our our good friend Logan was going to be an RA as well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So they were going to each be on their own hallway, uh, but I and I was going to live on you know, one of their hallways. But I really wanted it to be like where they – like Hickey was on one end of the hall, Logan was on the other end of the hall. But it didn't work out that way. They didn't get that, that assignment. So what I did was I went, to, I went to the RA on the other end of Logan's hall, and I convinced him to move, like move floors and go, yeah. like, go to another floor to another hallway so that Hickey could, could switch places with him. And he said yes, and it was the greatest year it was
0: uh i don't know how you managed to pull that off so
1: yeah yeah he was a good guy I, his name was mike i can't remember yeah good guy mike yeah mike <laughs> so i, I did, did have, listen I, to this I, thanks yeah. <laughs> yeah i did ha- i do have a gift of uh getting people to do things i'm not sure if indeed you do that makes me manipulative live. Manipulative or what but anyway. No,
0: you, your intentions were clear very clear you didn't trick anybody
1: I was honest.
0: Right, right, right. So, and I think what happened here was, I think one of us talked Big Rick into this. We made friends with him, and uh, a a theme of the trip is you and I, of course, watched football, American football, and talked about it, and our British friends knew nothing of it. So, at one stop, we bought this Australian rules football, and chucked it around, and you know, acted like we were throwing football over the place, and we always like to pretend like we were running the triple option, which or, uh, for you British folk is a play that uh, Ted Lasso may have uh, drawn up to run. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it requires three people. It requires the three people. Yep,
0: yep. yep. So there's a, there's a video out there somewhere. I, I think Frankie recorded it. I was uh, running the triple option with Big Rick. So uh, on the soft flat, pretty sure you scored the touchdown, got all the glory.
1: We did the celebration. Fun. It was it was great. You were the quarterback. Yep. Rick was the fullback. I was the running back. You pitched it to me. Rick did a great job of blocking the Phantom. Did. Yep. Yep. The Phantom yep. players out there on the Salt Flat. We did a good celebration. Definitely. But Rick was a great sport. I mean he, oh, was, yes. he was he great. was always always really fun to talk to and always up for anything. And and I felt like just in those two weeks we got to know him pretty well. Like he was he was a cool dude.
0: Very much so. Yeah, I was a big fan of him.
1: I have uh, recently tried to look him up, and I couldn't <clears throat> find him anywhere, unfortunately. Yeah,
0: I don't. I think Big Rick Australia is probably not going to find you anything except for maybe like a Ranger Rick magazine <laughs> from Australia.
1: Shockingly, Big Rick Australia did not get me any, any results. <laughs> so Salt Flat was, was a cool place to stop, just like mm-hmm. every other roadside attraction or roadside mm-hmm. thing we stopped at on the way down through Australia. And then from there we did one more overnight stop before we got to adelaide and there was nothing special about this overnight stop except that we did an awards ceremony yeah so our leader of the trip lana had come up with awards for the whole trip and they were some of them were funny some of them were were a little more um heartfelt but we had a uh, a gathering, we all got together, and she she gave us awards. So this is the part I didn't tell you. I have the awards.
0: No, I have you the do?
1: list. Of, I have the list. Laura gave me the list of the awards because she took the minutes on the whole oh, trip. Oh my goodness! So I was I was uh, I was keeping this to myself until we did this episode. So I've got okay. them here. I'm going to share them for us. Okay.
0: Okay, that's so great.
1: All right. So, so here we go. First okay. award that was on here uh person that slept the most which i would have thought would have been us but laura yeah. got the slept laura the most award. wow
0: okay
1: yeah good job laura um and actually maybe i should let you try to guess these how about that okay um most accident prone frankie yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> with her almost breaking her ankle yeah, yeah. yeah. okay you, you probably remember these best jokes
0: uh i think i won that one
1: you did worst jokes.
0: <laughs> I think you won that one. <laughs> yeah, but I think we each finished second in the other one.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. We were runner up on each of those. Yeah. 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 So there was a great picture of you and I sitting beside each other. Me holding the yeah. worst jokes, like looking like I'm angry. You won the best jokes, smiling. This is perfect. That was a good one. Uh, best traveler.
0: Best traveler. Um, I'm gonna say. Well, that's a tough one. Rick.
1: No, that wasn't a go in though, but uh, Janet got best traveler. Janet, okay. Yep. Uh, best in a bikini. McKaylee. Yep. Um <laughs> uh, Biggest Pisshead. What? Yeah, it's I guess it's one of the awards. That's what Laura wrote
0: down. Biggest piss head. I don't have any idea. I don't even know what well, that means. I don't either, but Lisa got it. Okay.
1: Yep. Best smile debbie yeah 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 Yeah. uh okay loudest snorer mark yes oh my gosh that night we stayed with him in budapest Budapest. yeah i did not sleep at all it was Uh awful um changed the most not as as enclosed but right uh, right right yeah changed the most
0: from the beginning to the end of the trip, I will say... Well, that's a good question.
1: Um, Becky. That's a good one, but no. Kenneth. Kenneth, okay. I mean, he did meet his his, uh, future, meet his future wife, wife yeah. on the trip. So there you go. Okay. That's that's the awards. That's so great. I love <laughs> so it. Thank, thank you, Laura, for sending those. Her, when yeah. she told me she had those, I was like, please send those over. I'm going to keep those a secret. So that was that a was fun that night. Thing. Yep, yeah, that was a good night. That was a good, good idea by Lana to do that. And um, so from there, we made our way on down to Adelaide. Adelaide was a pretty large city. I had never heard of it. I don't know if you'd ever heard of Adelaide, yeah, but I've heard of it. I mean, it's it's a fairly large city by our standards here in the states. Um, actually, when we pulled in, there was a really significant cricket match between Australia and England going on. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm um they apparently every year do a uh, five day match or five match i don't know i, I can't even pretend to know what i'm talking a five about a
0: match day or a five day match and that would mean the same thing to me
1: yeah it's a series a series of matches um, Best the five and it's it's a it's a really big deal i remember that our our british friends were very excited that we didn't get to go see it, but they were very no. excited that it was happening. I remember we passed by the stadium; we probably made some jokes about them, uh, you know, taking a break for tea in crumpets or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Never understood. Like this is no, a, we did this not is a, get it. A sport where you take a break for <laughs> tea, but anyway, I did end up learning a little bit more about uh, cricket from Mark. Oh yeah, uh, at did some point, <laughs> I got, I got, I got. I got a lot more than I bargained for, but I mean, Hey, it helped. Cause I, I knew nothing about it. So, so yeah, that we, we were in Adelaide at that point. Uh, that was going to be a stopover for, I believe a couple nights uh, before we went to Sydney. Uh, what do you remember about Adelaide? So a couple of
0: things, we went to the casino and did our trick of, you know, finding people who have left their coins and gambling with the coins. We did. Uh we walked around. We didn't do much. I do remember the hostel a little bit, though. Um, and I know we had to cook our own cook dinner there because Rick wasn't, you know, we were at a hostel, so it was part of it. Yeah. So you and I went to the grocery store. And we had, at this point, we we're running on fumes and knew we still had a bit more traveling to go. And We were going to spend money in Sydney and Honolulu. So we went to the grocery store and found... Off-brand Australian spaghettios. Oh
1: my gosh! <laughs> I, I think remember. It,
0: that. I think it was like this yellow can that just that just said canned spaghetti. Yeah. Like almost an ominous can. We did not have a can opener. We used my pocket knife. Really. To cut, to cut up and to cut open the can, and we shared like this, you know, twenty ounce jar. Of canned spaghetti. And I remember we both, I think you were the one that said the, the, the statement. I was like, what do you think? You're like, well,
1: this is food. <laughs> I do remember saying that. I, I mean, that's all I could say. It wasn't good. It was pretty bad. Yep. But we, di- we didn't go hungry. We
0: didn't go hungry. I can't imagine it was good for us. It was probably no worse for us than eating those peanuts for dinner. But it was we could affirm that it was edible, yeah. And the next day it was free pie day at the at the uh, hostel.
1: Oh, that's great! So we had yeah. free
0: apple pie and chatted up one of the people there at the hostel. Um, but yeah, I remember that about uh, Adelaide. I, I, there was another place it wasn't there. One place we stayed on where we went to the grocery store and sort of fended for ourselves and cooked and the. We chose to buy kangaroo sausages, yes. Yeah, it was like the, we bought kangaroo sausages and like rice pilaf because it was, yep. they were the cheapest things we could find. And we had dinner for a couple bucks and
1: moved on. Good for us, that's great. Yeah, that, uh, I do remember saying, Well, that was food, but yep. uh, the pie thing, I would never have remembered that. That's yeah, remember the food I pie. yeah, I remember that, and um, that, that was a uh, it was a really nice hostel, from what I remember. Adelaide was a very clean. It was real clean, yeah. And I, I think mostly the the places, especially the cities we visited in Australia, they were very clean. I loved Australia.
0: That's yeah. uh, you could I could live there tomorrow.
1: Yeah, it's expensive it though. It's expensive. Like I felt like it was two times, almost two times as expensive as everything here is. It seemed like.
0: Well, here's one thing we learned though: the disparity is in. Um, the, the price disparity is depending on the store and convenience because a bottle of water, I remember this, a, a liter of water at a convenience store was five, five or six dollars. Yeah. If you went to a grocery store, it was one.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: Whereas here, you know, at the grocery store, that, that liter of water might be a, a dollar but at, at the gas station, it might be two fifty. Right. Or, or three. So it wasn't quite as big of a difference. Um, True. So, and again, I don't know about cost of living. I'm I'm sure housing is crazy expensive and all that good stuff, but.
1: Yeah. um, Yeah. It is everywhere here too. It feels like. Yes. Yep. Just moved to Atlanta. (laughs) Right. We, we've taken off about a month of, of recording time because you've been in a big process of moving.
0: I have lived in three houses in the time that we've been doing this podcast. I have bought and sold a house.
1: (laughs) Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah, you kind of got offered a job you couldn't refuse. Sounds like something from uh, one of those mafia movies. I'm going to yeah. make you in love, so you can't refuse.
0: And that so was pretty good. Three, yeah,
1: three months after moving into a house that you really, really liked, you and your wife really, really liked, you had to yep. give it had up to move to and move to Atlanta. Yeah. Crazy. Anyway. Cr- crazy, the twists and turns of life. But, um, yeah, I mean, you're still standing, so we're still doing this thing. But, um yeah, Adelaide was a it was a really nice city. It was it was probably expensive to live there, but that's a good point. It yeah, you're cool right. Place. I remember the if we if we did go to a grocery store to get water, it was a lot cheaper. So
0: yeah, we we found the grocery store and just started buying stuff because we felt like, you know, I don't know. We I, learned, I, bet, I bet that can of spaghetti was like a buck. If that, yeah,
1: yeah, we learned we learned the tricks of the trade. We knew we knew what you know where we could get things cheap and where we couldn't. So as as Laura mentioned, We found <laughs> that all our,
0: over the world. We really have. Yeah.
1: Yeah, as Lauren mentioned Lauren mentioned in the podcast with her, she said that uh, you guys have mentioned a lot that you were very cheap and we were, we knew how to be that. So,
0: well, maybe we maybe we won't mention that anymore.
1: <laughs> That'll be the last <laughs> gonna, time. I we've established it, right? our point. So, um, yeah, uh Adelaide was Adelaide was pretty fun. Uh, I mean, outside of the casino, the hostel, we didn't really do much. Um, one thing we sure. did we did do and. And we've mentioned in several other podcasts, is we, we come with a joke for every country. But what we, we wanted to do, since this was the last country we were going through, was we wanted to write a song. Mm-hmm. Um, I had brought my guitar along. We had carried that thing for three months through, what, 17 countries, 18 countries at this point. We wanted to put it to good use. And we had, we had throughout the trip, but we wanted to write a song. Uh, my original idea and I didn't do it. But my original idea was I was going to try to like write several songs throughout the trip and, and, you know, come home and record them, but I never did. But, um, we did write a song. We did not have a joke for Australia. We wrote a song. So actually I'm going to play it and record it. And it'll be at the end of this Australia podcast. So Mm -hmm. if you're interested in hearing that song again, I wish we had a way of, you know, recording it together, but just doesn't work. No, it's just not going to work. But, uh, um, That that song, um, instead of a joke, we did a song and that song will be at the end of this podcast. So that was that was cool. One other thing about Adelaide before we move on is that's where we had to say bye to um two of the two of the best people on the trip. Absolutely. Um David and Helen Frost, they had family that lived in Adelaide and they had decided and I remember David telling us on his episode of the podcast that this was one of the hardest things. That looking back on it, um, it was not a regret, but just something. It was it was difficult for them to not finish the trip, to not go all the way to Sydney with us. Um, David and Helen were staying there in Adelaide because they had family, and so I remember the morning we were leaving, uh, having a pretty somber goodbye there.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: was on on the on the sidewalk by the the bus, and um, we played, we did play our song for everybody right there.
0: Yep, we did. So. Yep, made some sad, sad farewells. It was really the first—I mean, first farewell from the bus trip of somebody that we really spent a lot of time with. We yeah. we spent a little bit of time with Jim and, and Debbie, but it was only you know ten days into the trip. Uh, we had really gotten to know David and Helen, and really enjoyed their company. Dave was our first guest on the podcast. Um, yeah, shared shared some really great time. So, um, yeah, it was it was it was yeah. And as I mentioned, as we were going through Australia, we had this sort of impending sense of finality to the trip
1: that was coming
0: and them leaving really made it, I don't know, hit home.
1: Yeah, it did. It was definitely a, it was definitely a sad moment um, to see them, you know, not get on the bus. We'd all gotten on the bus together for the last 90 days, pretty much. Yeah. And yeah, they, they, they weren't getting on the bus with us. Um, And really we only had one more day of travel.
0: That was it. Yeah. That was the, yeah. We got on the bus. All right. What was your feeling that last day getting on the bus in
1: Adelaide, knowing our next stop was our last? I was excited. I was excited to get to Sydney. I think I've mentioned, it was, it was, a. I I was mixed, um, because I, I was excited to not be on the bus anymore. It was a lot of, it was a lot of travel for sure. Um, I personally was excited to get home. Um you know, I was in a very serious relationship so yeah. I wanted to yeah. to see Jesse, but obviously at that point we had built such good relationships with these these friends on the bus that I was definitely sad knowing that that was going to be our last day on the bus.
0: Yeah. You? I think that was my main emotion. That I was just sad. Um Now I mean, I remember just, you know, we were we went through a hillier terrain than we had been used to. I don't think we were in the Blue Mountains, but maybe near it, or we could see them uh, on the way up to to Sydney. but yeah, it was yeah it, it, it was really sad knowing because in in your back of your mind, you know that we'd made these friendships over the course of of time. I mean I had no doubt that you and I are friends for life, and I'd see you like. I mean, we moved in together like a few weeks later. (laughs) Yeah. um, Right. Right. Knowing that, that a lot of these folks you'd never see again. Um, Right. And, you know, we spent, we spent three whole months doing something extraordinary together. Yeah. And so not only was it an end of the journey, it was also an end of some relationships, which is, yeah. It's
1: not to say it's right or wrong. It's just is. Right. And it was, and in a way, it was a, It was the end of a bit of freedom, too. I mean, we we had to go back to work within the next month. Yeah. You know, within the next month of being home, we had to go back to work, back to you know, quote unquote, real life. I got married six months later. Yeah. And you know, life started. And you got married what a year after that,
0: or so? Yeah. um, Twenty months. Twenty months after. Stepping off that bus. Yeah, I I was married. It's nuts to think about. I I remember, as I I mentioned this podcast before, so much of the previous few years had been leading up to this event and felt a little rudderless not knowing what was next. I I knew I was going back to actually quit a job that I technically had. um, (laughs) What was on leave from. So it was, um, yeah, just a, a weird feeling. I remember coming into Sydney and yeah, there there was some excitement because it was it was the destination. We had done it. We survived. Yeah. We we made it on those crazy roads in Nepal. We made it through the you know Iran and the Mediterranean, uh, all the way through India, through Eastern Europe. From the crazy time sitting, you know, walking through late and, late at night carrying guitars in our backpacks, <laughs> we were we had done it. So there was a sense of accomplishment mixed in
1: oh yeah yeah i mean it, to this day it's it's one of the bigger accomplishments or things i'm proud of i think
0: yeah me too
1: and i always said that i did it because i never really had anything fun to share when you met new people and they wanted to know something cool about you <laughs> and now it's the first thing i bring up like that's so i never thought of that <laughs> like tell us something about yourself or do you know uh two truths and one lie and it's only one of those those two truths right like it's just crazy because it it just doesn't seem it seems so real that we did it and we actually did it and it was an adventure that i had not up until that point done anything close to that and we did it and we finished it I've, i've never i don't know if i've ever told you this but i like uh thank you for asking me like Legit because I didn't know that I had this, this part of me that loved or that wanted to see the world. I didn't know how much like it changed me to be in a third world country like India. Um, We grew so close over those three months. Yeah. Uh, It just, yeah, man, I, I so thankful that you thought to ask me and and that I was able to do it. So I appreciate that.
0: Thanks, man. Somebody's cutting onions in here. uh, (laughs) I'm not
1: crying. You're crying. uh,
0: (laughs) No, I, uh, and there's nobody I would have wanted to travel with aside from you for that. It was, it was just such a, such a great journey. Um, yeah. Um, that wanderlust continued to grow with me from previous trips and, um, it, it was a part of, um, so I know we we had talked about this year before. I I lost one of my oldest friends, Chris. He he passed away um, just after a bout with, with with brain cancer. And part of this trip felt like healing. Um, to uh, I don't know, have time to think about life and and do those things that you otherwise just just wouldn't. Um, an opportunity to really just do something extraordinary, and that that was part of it. So. Um, arriving in city was the culmination of so many things.
1: Yeah. So So many, so many emotions. We grew
0: so much as people in in, in the whole journey.
1: Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And I think I probably was fooled to think that we would, we would see these, these friends again, and that we'd stay in touch. And, and I don't think it's a matter of, we don't, the desire to stay in touch. I think it's just life, you know, life gets in the way and we all got busy. We all got, we all had things going on and, uh, this has been such a unique experience to be able to do this podcast because we've been able to reconnect with some of those friends. Yeah. And, um, hopefully we can continue it. I don't know. I I, I mean, maybe we'll come back, uh, you know, we'll finish this and maybe we'll come back three months later and we'll just have a random episode. I mean, I'm, it's not like anyone's forcing us to take it down. So no, it you doesn't, know. it
0: doesn't have to have a, unlike the, unlike the trip, the Oz bus, it doesn't have a, a definite, in there and if it's if it's an avenue to reconnect to people that's great i think i was similar i thought i'd see see more people also that you know the crazy things that, that have happened in that time frame I mean, when you have kids and when you have kids it's really hard to travel yep. and you know oh the last year we've had a global pandemic yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah. I, I don't i don't know i mean those two things have certainly contributed to that but um it's not out of the i don't know i still hold out hope it didn't happen at ten years, but it could happen. Yeah. If there's some sort of OzBus reunion, we'll we'll fly to fly to London and uh, I don't know, meet at, meet at a pub somewhere and sing some songs, reunite the Glee Club, and uh, talk about yeah. the journey of a lifetime a decade ago.
1: Oh, uh, that's gonna be great. That's gonna be great when we can do that. So, yeah. um, uh, yeah. So I, I guess we we never really we we haven't gotten there, but yeah, we last day of traveling, we pulled into Sydney. Um, and the last thing we did as a group was we we went to a park somewhere across the harbor from the opera house, ha- uh, 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 yeah, Sydney Opera House. Yeah. And we took group pictures um, in front of the Opera House, um, just you know, celebratory group pictures. And, and then I remember I remember him, Big Rick, taking us to our hostel wherever our hostel was. And I remember just taking a picture of the bus pulling off. Yeah. The
0: backpackers hostel, Sydney, and then it was over. Yeah. Hugged a few people at that park. Um, several of us were staying. So the, the Oz bus was over. Okay. Technically the Oz bus is over, but our journey doesn't end here. We're going to have another episode at least that we're going to talk about what we did next. But for the portion of the Oz bus. Yeah. When, when big Rick pulled off in the, in the bus at the backpackers hostel in sydney that was it the trip was done 92
1: days 92 days 2010 yep 92 days december 5th uh we had left london on september 5th it was uh you and i was out september 2nd right right? we we did we flew we we did fly out and we got to ireland a day early but um or a couple days early but I, I always forget I should have counted i th- I think it was seventeen eighteen countries that the Oz bus went through mm-hmm. in total uh, two different hemispheres <laughs> um right yeah uh, yeah southern our northern and southern hemisphere uh, three,
0: three different
1: three continents uh, crazy four crazy. For us. four continents for us because we started over here so yeah. I mean, yeah, what an experience, man! What a, what a journey it was.
0: Yeah, I again, ten years later, it's there's so many so many moments that it's, it hits you hard that what we we actually did that. It's yeah, and and at the time when I would tell people what we were doing, okay, that you know when you're in your mid twenties, people are always asking you what your plans are, and if, especially if you're single. Or worse, if you're dating. (laughs) (laughs) Had to have some few awkward answers to those questions at times. But anyway, um, and, you know, the the comment would be, well, next year my buddy and I are going to travel around the world. People look at you like, you know, you've sprouted a horn and look like a unicorn when you say that. It's, um, And also those are things that people say and don't do.
1: Yeah, right. That was, that was a good thing about how the Osbus worked. We had to pay installments. So <laughs> once I paid that first installment, there oh, was you no were turning in. back. I'm oh, in. I, mean. I knew
0: you were in, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so once I paid, I think it was three installments that we paid. And so once I paid that first one, there was no turning back. I couldn't talk myself out of it at that point. So
0: I think you sent me $2,500. You're like, this is all the money I have. <laughs> so,
1: uh, <laughs> I ended up owing you quite a bit of money. When we got home, uh, I don't remember what for but it, yeah, it was... oh,
0: we just had a running tally because I had a working credit card, not debit card, credit card.
1: That's right. Um,
0: and boy, I think I sounded so hick when I said credit card there. Anyway, um, <laughs> I think you ended up owing me like four hundred dollars by the end. Now right. you did often try to make a trade for your Junior Frosty coupon.
1: That's such a good deal. I don't yeah, know well, why you never took that. And well, unlimited uh, high fives. Uh, yeah, at a... <laughs> redeemable at any point of your choosing.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. I could have said Purdue sucks and asked for a high five, and you would have had to have given me a high five.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, shockingly, my six hundred dollars or some of, of cash that I took did not last me three months on the OzBus, so I needed to borrow some from you as well. So thankfully, we okay. had that option.
0: Hey, it made it out of that book.
1: It did we, we got it back out of that
0: book that that might be the most um I don't know the not, not the craziest thing, but just the the most bizarre thing that happened is you got every every dollar back that you left in a rental car in Dublin
1: thankfully, because I don't know what one I' would of, have done without it, yeah,
0: one of the many bits of provision in that trip, yeah, so it was it was great i mean we, we could yeah we're, we're going to pick up with what happened after. Yeah, for for our next our next episode, but this is this was the moment of of reflection of what we had done, and the the sponsored portion from the OzBus uh, company travel company was had ended, and as we've discussed, the OzBus is no more. I can think of nothing greater, honestly, than to do something like this in when I'm in my my fifties, for Alicia and I to go on a trip of of this nature. Um, who knows it could be in the future uh, the wor- also the world seems like a different place now I'm just older and I think it, having kids makes you more aware of yeah. things it's, I see, it seems
1: safe when we did it we didn't even think about it being unsafe honestly like yeah but I mean Let's get those kids out of college or, you know, let's get those kids out of the house into college. I don't want to rush them, but, you know, let's do it. Let's, let's, the four of us, let's go do a, a trip like that, an overland trip one day. I think I
0: have 16 years.
1: <sighs> wow. I got a little bit less for my first one.
0: That's true. Well, i mean, be 16 years till Porter's out. And then okay.
1: They're... Yeah. Yeah. I'll be 53. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's all right. I, just, I, I don't, I mean, there were several people on the trip who were at least that age or older. So,
0: oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, we're, we're, it's, it was it was a decade ago, but we're still young.
1: That's right. That's right. All right. Well, we
0: should wrap this one up, I guess. We should. Yeah, we could ramble on about about this for a while. We'll we'll wrap it up here. Um, so we're gonna pick up next time, similar to our opening episode, where we had, uh, you know, this is this is the part afterwards where we was that called an epilogue.
1: Yeah. I think I just I'm wrong. said I just said yeah, as if I knew.
0: I'm, I think I'm wrong, but I'm going to be embarrassed. But sure, we'll go with it. Uh, either way, to discuss the, um, what we did next, spent a few days in Sydney, went to Hawaii, and then headed home. So, But yeah, AWOL, anyway, thanks for sharing. Good episode. That was the end of Australia. And uh, until next time, orders is money. Going down to old Adelaide We've been to Kakadu And we've seen some kangaroo And we'll end up in Sydney by the bay Been camping
1: underneath the stars Been drinking in lots of awesome bars It's all Aborigines I can't believe we made it this far. Devil's marbles, they were pretty neat. And the waterfalls where we cooled off the of feet. But the one we liked the best, yes, the one that passed the test. Sunset Air's
0: Rock was quite a treat. have many stores that we'll take home with us. Though it's over, there ain't no need of us. Cause few could ever say they spent 92 long days traveling from London to
1: Sydney on a bus. Traveling from London to Sydney on